Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Hello everyone and welcome back. So I like everyone else in the country am struggling with some massively bad allergies so excuse me again if I sound congested or like B. Arthur from the Golden Girls but it's just how it is. So this week I'm going to be discussing the forts. Yes I said forts that are located on Mackinac Island. Did you know that there are two forts on there? That's right there is the one fort that you can't help but see when you're coming in on the ferries and that is Fort Mackinac. And then there is another one that is located up higher, which is called Fort Holmes. Both of these forts are very unique and different in so many ways. So I'm going to be discussing first Fort Mackinac. Fort Mackinac, when you are getting on a lot of the uh, ferry websites, sometimes they have packages that you can get and include the Fort Mackinac on there with it. Not a bad idea if you know you're going to be doing that. So just know that ahead of time. Also, um, know that this is probably something that eh, it could it could easily take, depending on how much you really want to do, two to three hours. All right. And it doesn't only include when you're going there. Fort Mackinac ticket includes so much more than just the fort. It also includes the art museum and the Biddle House, which is the oldest house on the island. And the Biddle House is talked about a lot. But there's other places located on Market Street, which I'd gone to the fort a couple times. I actually didn't know about those other places. And they tell you this, but obviously I wasn't paying attention. Um, okay, so when you're going, go to their website. Um, I'm going to share on my blog, Totally Mackinac Island, the um, web page that you can go on there. And this is through the Mackinac State Historic Parks because... Part of the fort is located in there, so that's why they're going to have that in there with all the information. And each year you want to make sure you're checking out the hours. This is outside, so you need to take that into consideration. Yeah, you can go into the homes to tour it, but a lot of demonstrations that are done in the middle part, if it's raining, you know, there could be a problem with that. 
So they have different hours of operation, June 5th through September 5th, uh, 930 to 7. And then September 6th through October 10th, 930 to 5. And then October 11th through October 24th, 11 to 4. And last admission for the one when it ends at 4 is at 3 p.m. And, um, and that is only at the admissions of the Avenue of the Flags location. So there's two entrances. There's one that you can go up Fort Street, which when you go down Main Street and you see Marquette Park, you're going to turn left on Fort Street and take that hill that is not fun up there. And you can see sometimes there'll be a long line and that's where you can buy it. Or if you're out on one of the carriage tours, there is an entrance that you see and there is there's like an avenue of flags and you can get off there. That's the way that I've always gone in. That also is a hike. I mean, pretty much, you know, if you're exploring anything in the middle part of the island, you're going to be going up a hill. All right. So an adult is 1350 and the children ages five through 12 are eight dollars. It's totally worth the money, you guys. This is. I don't know about you, but I used to make forts with my sisters in the living room, in the family room, with um, chairs and blankets and pillows. I mean, who didn't make a fort? So to go to an actual fort that's on this tiny island, and the fact that there's two of them just kind of blows my mind. And I, I just, I, I, I kind of get a kick out of it. So the history behind the fort is, is one that is... Um, when I did the uh, ghost tour of Mackinac Island, I found out this is kind of crazy. The fort sits up high, obviously, because, you know, they want to be able to overlook everything and make sure that nobody was going to attack them. But down below them was Marquette Park, which they've they found a lot of bodies buried there because there were, you know, battles that happened there. So that was that was definitely something that I did not think about because you just don't. And I mean, that can be said anywhere. Let's just say that. All right. So Fort Mackinac was founded during the American Revolution and believing, I can never say this, so please bear with me, uh, Fort Michelin-Mackinac at what is now Mackinac City was too vulnerable for the American attack. The British moved the fort to Mackinac Island in 1780. The Americans took control in 1796. In July 1812, in the first land engagement of the War of 1812 in the United States, the British captured the fort. In the bloody battle in 1814, the Americans attempted but failed to retake the fort. It was returned to the United States after the war. The fort remained active until 1895. During these years, Mackinac Island was transformed from the center of the fur trade into a major summer resort. So it just is kind of funny to me to think of this island up there that these battles were happening because it's not big. If you've been there, it's not huge. And when you're up there in the fort looking out, you see the, the ships coming in. I mean, on the one side of the island, which is then why they had Fort Holmes built, which I'll get into that later. And when this um, fort was done after that, they turned it they started doing recreation reenactments on the fort so you see people you might see people walking around dressed like they are from the 1800s 1700s they are characters that are performing up at the fort they will sometimes do old games and then you can participate in the games or they will do how the soldiers march and how they loaded the rifles and have that going on. There's also cannon firing. You can go down into the tourism bureau and put your name in to possibly fire the cannon if that is something that you are interested in doing. 
and you hear it throughout the day. It, um, when you're up there, it is kind of overwhelming. And if your kids are sensitive to hearing, there is a little screen off to the side that you can still see them fire it, but then they can cover their ears with it. So that's something good to know. There's a lot of buildings that are located inside of there, and this is a self-guided tour that you take by yourself. Um, that while you're walking through there, there's a lot of information that is given off and they just tell you about things that were happening at that time, people that might have been living there, the time that they were alive and when they died. And not too far from the fort is the cemetery and you can go and see some of these people that they talk about in there. And when they mention these dates, that's when it really hits you how old this fort, how old the island really truly is. Not only that, but when you're in these buildings, you realize these people had to live there during the winter and summer months when it could be extremely cold. And the summer months, I mean, Mackinac doesn't get too hot, but there could be some, you know, hot days. But let's face it, you're wearing wool clothing, those old dresses, those old uniforms. No. No, thank you. I'm sorry. I just, I couldn't do it. I mean, not that I would have had a choice at that time, but whatever. So I, I think about those kinds of things. Uh, they, they talk about the schooling for the kids and all the different things that are involved with it. And so each building you go in, it's it's kind of, there's they've got, uh, I want to say like sometimes mannequins, you know, they'll have some of them in there. And if not, then they have uh, just a set made up of all of the different recreations that they've done there and you really do find out how much the fur trade industry was a huge part of the island prior to it becoming what it is to now which is the summer destination with fudge ice cream and everything else so walking around this island then you go there and and the views are spectacular you get to see so many of the houses that you probably just don't even think about because they might be kind of hidden off the side roads that you might not think that you're going to take. So that is kind of a pleasant surprise. And along with that, there's also um, a tea room there. And this is part of, this is run by the Grand Hotel. To be perfectly honest, I have never eaten here. It is not that I've not wanted to. I just, um, I just didn't. And when you're coming in, you notice the yellow umbrellas because they're all lined in front of the fort. So to sit up there and just have some nice snacks, it's not a large menu. And you can access the menu from the webpage and see what is available. There's also a little cart that they have located there that you can get your basic staples like your beverages, your hot dogs, something simple. So um, just know that you can do that there too as well. They have a gift shop, which is fun. Um, the one time I went there, my nephew was hellbent on this sword that he saw this kid when we got off the ferry. I was convinced it had to come from the fort. Well, they did not have one there. It was on some random store that I found finally, and he would not stop talking about it. <laughs> I finally said, if you don't stop talking about this sword, I'm going to throw it in the lake. I was, I was done with it. I'm sure anybody that has kids understands it. Anyway, so they do have a lot of fun access that you can have going on there. It's also kind of interesting to talk to some of the people there because one guy, I know that he in the summer did that and that because he was a teacher on the rest of the months on the island. So that was kind of interesting to hear that, that he would be working in the fort and then doing that throughout the day. Plus it's part of the history of the island. So definitely check out Fort Mackinac. Um, it is an, an, a unique event as it is because 
you don't get to see that too many times. And the fact that you are on an island that doesn't have cars makes it even more nostalgic that you get to do that. Okay, next I'm gonna be taking you up to Fort Holmes. So there's a spot that is in, um, back by the Avenue of Flags when you're walking down that road that you stand and you can see Fort Holmes. And Fort Holmes is at the highest elevation on Mackinac Island. And believe me, when you're getting up there, you, you're going up some hills to get there, so you know that's why it's up there so high. But they, um, they, they've actually just done a re recent reconstruction of it, and it is free and it is open to the public during normal operating hours of May through October. Um, it is a small wood and earthen fort on the southern end of the highest ridge of Mackinac Island. The fort was constructed by the British soldiers in 1814 during the War of 1812, and it was named Fort George in honor of Britain's King George III. The fort was constructed to protect Fort Mackinac against the anticipated United States attack during the war. The attack came in the summer of 1814, although the fort was not directly involved in the battle. When the United States soldiers peacefully reoccupied the island after the War of 1812, the fort was named Fort Holmes in honor of the American Major Andrew Hunter Holmes, who was killed in the 1814 Battle of Mackinac Island. The fort was occupied by the United States troops for just a few years after the War of 1812. It was eventually abandoned and allowed to decay. The site was included as part of Mackinac National Park in 1875 and Mackinac Island State Park in 1895 and was the site of at least two different viewing towers to enjoy the magnificent views of the Straits of Mackinac from this vantage point. In the 1930s, the federal government, through the Works Progress Administration, reconstructed the fort walls and blockhouse. That reconstruction is now badly deteriorated. Using the original plans for the fort housed in the National Archives, the Mackinac State Historic Parks proposes to accurately reconstruct the fort walls and blockhouse. The walls are made of mounded earthworks and logs, and the blockhouse is a two-story hen log structure with loopholes and portholes for musket and cannon fire. So when you go up there, it's, it, it's really kind of funny because when you get to this fort, I remember when they were working on this actually to reconstruct it, you get there and it's it's not it's not like the other fort at all it doesn't have all of the other buildings it doesn't have a lot of places that you see that they would have probably been doing battles up there it was more of a lookout point because when you get up there you see how you can see everything around there the view is so incredible and you also realize how big lake huron is how big the great lakes are they are just massive they're kind of overwhelming. It, it freaks me out a little bit. I mean, if there was a storm. But anyway, so you go up there and you walk through there and there's not much to see in there. I'm not going to lie. Like the fort doesn't have, it just has all the information written around there. But it is fun for the kids to run around and to see everything. And it's free, which is another great thing if you are up there and you want to have, you know, something to go look at that's historical and free. This is part of it. I like to go to Sadie's Ice Cream Shop at the Grand Hotel and get ice cream and then go up to Fort Holmes because it is a trek. And we took our bikes. I have a beach cruiser bike. This thing, even with gear shifts on it, it does not do well on hills. Okay. All right. Let's face it. I don't do well on hills. Okay. But it did make me feel better that my niece and her friend 
did not do so well on these hills. So by the time you get up to Fort Holmes, it is completely aware of how high this point is. The one bonus point, when you get to go back, you're all going downhill. So the reason I like to stop and get ice cream is I've burned off those calories, but hopefully by the time I get up there. So it is a, a unique situation to be on an island as small as Mackinac is and to know that there are two forts there. Also, do not forget with the Fort Mackinac to head down to the other spots that are located on Market Street. I did um, the one place that you go into, they tell you an interesting story about Dr. Beaumont. And I always remember this because I thought it was so fascinating. He did a unique surgery on this soldier that had a hole blown in his stomach. And because of the way it was done, he wasn't able to actually sew up the hole. So he used this man kind of as a guinea pig to study the digestive system. And that is some of the ways we found out about how our bodies work. Uh, found that completely fascinating that that happened and that the man still continued to live. Then further down, um, the, the Biddle House, which is the oldest house on the island, and then kind of adjacent back behind there is the Benjamin Blacksmith Shop. And, I mean, it's always interesting to watch anybody with blacksmith skills because to be working around that kind of heat and to form what they do is really unique to watch. Um, so I highly encourage you, if you get a chance, to go check those out. Don't forget that those are part of your ticket with the Mackinac house along with the art museum i'm not gonna lie i've not gone to the art museum i feel bad saying that i will make it there trust me it just is something that i get busy doing other things and i just don't think about it so for sure do yourself the true thing that you can with going to explore mackinac you can buy your tickets online either through the ferries or actually go to the um mackinawparks.com and you can buy the tickets on there or you can buy them at the gate either way is fine it's you're not getting any kind of a discount by doing it that way so just know that ahead of time uh sorry that was my dog back there if you heard the collars go um anyway so i will post pictures on instagram with um totally mackinac island be sure to follow that if you're not also with the blog totally mackinawisland.com and i will talk a little bit about that so be sure to like the podcast and share it just helps me get the information out there that I am sharing with people so they can go to the island and have the best experience possible because that is my goal for you to have the island treat you and accept you the way that I have felt it is done for me so look forward to talking to you next week until then have a great one